Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFT, it's NFT versus Web 2 Media. Why do they hate? Why do they hate so much? We're going to get to the bottom of it and maybe figure it out. Or not. What's new with you, Andrew? Oh, man, just fighting back the haters, you know? It's <laughs> a lot of them. They just... Yeah, well, you can tell that's um, one of the big signals at the, the bottom of the end, right? Yeah, well, I'm waiting. I'm certainly waiting for that. Oh man, yeah, it's it's uh, it has seemed like people have been selling the news since since the merge so far. Uh, I guess people were expecting expecting more, but you know, we we talked last time slightly after it, but you know, it's, we'll see what happens here. I, I, you know, it's obviously a good thing in the long run. We're we're definitely reducing uh, the the ETH supply, and I like the I don't know the, the narrative shift is going to take some time to set in. Well, I think less narrative for me and more fundamentals. Like, fundamentally speaking, they're not a bunch of miners dumping all of the ETH that they mine. Uh, and I, I just, yeah, not huge, but over time it adds up, right? Like, that that is a downward pull that is no longer there. Um, uh, money. We also do the, that, uh, that inflation number that came out much hotter than everybody expected. That's, uh, I don't know. We'll see. That looks like another a sign of another rate hike coming, and we're learning that Ethereum has certainly not uh, escaped the the risk um, the risk asset plunge that has happened as rates have hiked. Yeah, if I could go back in time and explain something to uh, myself a year ago, uh, it would really be like that. Don't don't fight the Fed, but also. Uh, crypto is not a hedge on inflation. It's coming with, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's right. And there's always new with. NFTs. You can always print more. <laughs> Literally, print you more. can make more. And now you're doing it without as much harm to the environment. So you don't have to worry about it. So print them up. Just make more NFTs. They are, they're making them every day. If you had to mint an NFT, if you had to make an NFT, what would you make? If I'm creating my own NFT, you have to create your own NFT. What do you What do you create? Um. Well, today, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I wish that I would have done it, in, you know, a week or so ago, and been able to use a lot more energy to do this, and then I would have, you know, <laughs> marked how much energy was. Yes. And you know, but then just to do it one week later, I don't know. Um. You know, I I would try to probably try to incorporate something about the the day that it was the day that it was minted and and some numbers some data from that day i think and try to mark that day in some way i think i would just go full meme and do variations on that vitalik buterin boner picture 
and just go with that? I mean, there's just a clear, we'd, look, if we're going to spin up a collection, I think that we should do, look, there's green tea, red wine. You got to collect one of each. You merge them. <laughs> and then you get a boner picture. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sadly. Sadly, that would probably, that's free. But if you do this idea, airdrop us something. How about that? That's the price. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some of our headlines, George. Um, we've talked about uh, Starbucks getting into Web3. Uh, we've talked about maybe them waiting till the merge. They actually announced this a little bit before the merge, and they are going with Polygon to power their, their Web3 Odyssey. That's a great one. Polygon just just killing it with these partnerships. They really are. It doesn't affect the price. It doesn't affect anything. Like, I swear. I'm, I mean, annoyed because I'm a huge Polygon holder, but <laughs> it's the platform people use. We were talking about it. I was like, bet they go with Polygon. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, ah, it's a smart one. Cheap fees. proven. To on Ethereum for those unfamiliar. And also there's a lot of my pony threading on Ethereum. On, 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 Polygon. <laughs> All right. So this is, this is interesting. We talked about uh, the Utes project recently that uh, minted on Solana. This is from the, the D-Gods, the team behind D-Gods, the top project on NFT project on Solana. So it seems that has actually brought a lot of new users there. NFT mints have surged since that Utes mint. There's a lot of people sticking around. Interesting to see. Um, I, you know, we have said that we think that, that Solana will stick around, um, be able to just kind of survive. It is, it is interesting how the, the, uh, the shift will, or the, the narrative of these different alternative, alternative chains will, will have to shift some versus Ethereum. When you talk about, um, the, uh, the, the greenness, the environmental friendliness of some of these other chains. Um, you know, that's not going to be an advantage anymore. Uh, you know, I do think Solana will stick around, but we'll see what happens with some of the others. Yeah, I guess. And maybe this is only because it hasn't been around that long. Frankly, the, I have a hard time point to me to like one Solana project that has sort of like maintained uh, a high floor, a high value for more than six months. Really I believe D Gods actually is there. D Gods, yeah, D Gods, okay. Yeah, um, but you know, I think it is. I don't know. People, people use Solana for a lot of trading, and I think that's maybe the, you know, maybe who's doing a lot of the NFT collecting there. It seems like projects that that do come and go quickly, and maybe that's the game people want to play. Not necessarily the ones that, that yeah. we're looking for. Um, it does seem that it's, it, it, it's, you know, we've seen how Tezos has gone kind of, um, experimental art, uh, really pushing different art boundaries. We see Solana doing way more of the PFP projects that uh, people run through a bit. Um, I think they're all sort of developing a, uh, I don't know, some different characteristics of the type of projects that, that they're typically that are typically popular. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Uh, that's an interesting take. Like, so if you're jumping on Solana, it's just like, 
BFE, ride and die and dump. Uh, you're on Tezos. Like, it's like, the, tell me if I'm wrong. Also, you know, the, uh, we don't know enough, but if, if you are listening to this and tell me I'm and thinking, wow, you're wrong about, uh, Solana, you know, hop in our discord. We keep asking people for that. We don't yeah, get a yell, lot, come yell at us. but you know, but, I want to, I want to hear if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can also just look at like the top sales volume and top, uh, top projects, but certainly on sales volume, it has hit an all time high quite significant. Uh, just like one day it hit almost, uh, there's a lot of zeros in that, like, uh, 1 million, 980 million. Nope. More than that. That can't be right. There's a lot. <laughs> All right. So we've got another, oh, we've got kind of the opposite here. We've got the, this NFT renting platform. I think it was just called rentable. Um, has shut down due to close to zero traction. Um, <laughs> not terribly surprising to me. I don't see a lot of, of uses for renting NFTs at this point. You know, we're proving ownership. Um, you know, I, I guess you could use it if you're trying to maybe access, um, you know, get access to something that is only for holders and, and just want to rent it for a period of time. But yeah, I, this isn't terribly surprising. Maybe there is a, a future for renting NFTs. It's it's not right now. Well, the thing is that when there is a use case, it's natively built into the the platform. For example, like going back to Zed, they launch their own borrowing. Lending. Right, right. Yeah, good point. Borrowing and lending built into all like 10 people that say it's still play Pegasi. There is this... <laughs> Uh, native component that does it. So on a high level, you're like, oh, would I borrow an NFT to go to a conference maybe? Because, oh, I want to give you access for a public. It just, um, you know, it may be one of those ideas that's just too too early. Like there are use cases that I can imagine. It's just the usage is not there. You're not going to be able to survive this winter for, uh, for that kind of play right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't see many people wanting to rent them right now. And I, I, I think there potentially is a use case for this in the future or a future for renting NFTs. And maybe it's just a matter of bad timing at this point. All right. So we've got more board ape, board ape in the wild news. We've got one of a board ape owner launching a real world yacht club buying boats. Looks like they'll be available to, to essentially rent in a way for holders uh in various uh ports out of europe <laughs> i don't exactly know how i'm trying to figure out the how oh there's a there's a yacht coin token planned so obviously make money is the result from that you know i've watched the uh i've watched the always sunny show where you know they get the token or they get all the cash back and they realize there's nothing patties they can bucks, do with this. It's an economy. <laughs> it's circular. It goes around and around. We give out the patties bucks. They buy the beer and then give out the patties bucks again. So Comer, the person behind this has explained instead of a metaverse at the end, you have a yacht verse where you basically enjoy yachting instead of video games. So I mean it's it's a pretty solid plan here. I I don't see any way that this uh, goes wrong, I think that they, I don't know, they clearly worked out the business side of this, how they'll continue to rent yachts with the yacht coin coming in, I guess, to, to pay for yacht rentals. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a if you're an eight holder, I would hop on that while you can. Yeah, I might I might, I might liquidate pretty quick on that. All right, so this is actually kind of cool. I heard about this on, uh, let's see, on the CoinDesk podcast, on the article here. This is a Sandio car wash using NFTs to drive up demand, and it's working. Uh, this is called Soapy Joe's. They have multiple locations, uh, 17 locations around the San Diego area, and they are offering NFTs at each location. They're unique NFTs, so then if you collect uh, you know, different amounts of them, you are, you can be eligible for different rewards, get free, uh, free washes, just 10 per- So they've seen a 10% increase in membership. They've minted more than 10,000 NFTs, 2000 wallets. So if you've got 2000 wallets, it's about five washes per, per, per person. I mean, that's, that's like, that's a decent customer retention. I don't know what the car wash uh, business is like, but I would think that that is, that's pretty, I like to see this. I like to see that people are experimenting this and finding real ways to bring in users and bring in, not users in this case, but bring in customers. That's what it's about. Practical fucking use case. You're like, cool image. How do I do it? And like, guess what? Every time you punched hard for a free sandwich and after your 10th, whatever, the loyalty is there. And how many times do you lose that hard? Like all the time. All of the time. I think I lost, I had one, I had a bunch of sandwich punch holes on it, and I lost it. Right? I feel like I always had like six or four or eight on one and never put them together. (laughs) All right, so we've got GameStop doing something similar here. They are offering trading cards as perk rewards. I do think that rewards programs, we talked about how airlines are you know, airline reward programs are practically a cryptocurrency on their own, the way that they're treated by airlines other than, you know, the devaluate the constant devaluation, uh, or come to think of it, maybe that is exactly like cryptocurrency. Uh, but anyway, we've got, uh, GameStop, the store just offering NFTs to reward holders. I think this is, I really think this is one of the easiest use cases of NFTs for, for traditional businesses. Seriously. So think about it. Like, how are you doing a reward system currently? Like, all right, here's a punch card or here is like even worse, some sort of like very, very copyable digital email that you get that someone can just like mirror, or you've got a list of coupon codes that you have to randomly generate track in a system and do it instead of like, Hey, here's something that guess what is non fungible (laughs) and you can have people scanning it. I think you're being able to realize that you get a lot more data uh, inherently from a uh, wallet analysis, right? Like you're building these dashboards all the time. Let's just say I'm Soapy Joe's and I go to you and I say, hey, can you give me a dashboard of all of the holders? And I want to know certain information about them. You'd be able to start pulling a bit of, you know, certainly transaction volume so we could get a back proxy into how much they, uh, how much they have. <laughs> You can look at the wallet and just say, how much money does it have? Right. See what other, see what else is in the wallet. See what other things they're interacting with. I mean, if, if you see that you have a lot of people that, I don't know, maybe also, you know, at this point, there wouldn't be other local, there wouldn't be a whole lot of other local places. But I think if you did see that there was a lot of engagement with, I mean, even if you heard that there was a, if they saw a particular podcast that had given away an NFT and 
they saw that there was a decent number of people coming from there, that's a great place to go advertise for whatever reason that seems to be working. And, you know, it could be just, okay, there's this, I mean, go into the discord. If you see, there's a bunch of cool cats that happen to be, you know, happen to be also car wash enthusiasts uh, in your area, I mean, you know, whatever the, 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 the case may be, there's a ton of opportunity to just look at what people are doing. That says a lot more than, uh, than, than what people may have liked on on Facebook, I think, is where they're actually spending money, what they're actually collecting. And this is, I mean, it's like having a view into what people are, into people's credit card spending in a way. And it is what people are choosing to do. I should should say it's not, you know, we know that these wallets are public and open, or at least at this point, I think most users do. Um, so in a way, I think it's, it's almost like we're giving that information away and, and it's pretty opportune for businesses to use. Business idea. Let's start building dashboards for, for companies to analyze their rewards. Business idea number three. Give it the That's right. You come here for NFT. This is alpha, and the real alpha is actually, <laughs> seriously, it probably is the better alpha. We always say, you know, build the tools, not don't <laughs> during these times. That's the way to do it. You know, we, we see what happens when you invest in NFTs. It's going to work out, right? Definitely. It's fine. It's coming back, probably. Uh, it's Leverty, right? As soon as ETH comes back. So one person that may not think it's coming back, GameStop former head of blockchain, is the part of the company. So interesting, they're they're introducing these NFTs and the head of blockchain is leaving. Doesn't say what he's doing, um, but hadn't, let's see. Not a good thing. I don't see exactly how long he had been there, but I'm kind of curious that it's uh, coming at this time. Um, I know there's a lot going on with GameStop. It's not my favorite uh, NFT or crypto company. I think they're often throwing themselves in the conversation, um, but they are doing it. So <laughs> I don't know. Interesting to see here. And one last note, not necessarily NFT specific but we've got coinbase uh introducing a new feature to see which politicians are crypto friendly so they're putting this right in their app you can see what politicians are friendly to crypto supporting uh the uh, fight against ofac regulations that the coinbase has been also supporting so, um, and other crypto regulations so I, I like this i you know i think that we've talked about how i think this will be how we think this will become a bigger uh, political issue going forward, and this is certainly <laughs> certainly making that uh, appear so. Yeah, I like that. It's an in-app tool, being like, by the way, check, uh, you know, check on who's who. Hey, want to donate a dollar too? <laughs> oh God! Holy cow! <laughs> Holy cow! I didn't think of that. Uh, right in app, and you're like, "Yep, I would like you to do something rational with crypto." Um, I don't know, Andrew. If only money helped influence politics. Oh no, no, there's no money in politics, George. I know the truth. <laughs> what I've been told. <laughs> I think we're gonna get a lot of crypto believers in the old house, uh, house and senate pretty quickly. A lot of rap. Right. You know what? I've been thinking a lot about Ethereum. Have you now? <laughs> about that commodity versus. Right. Right. 
I think we're getting some senators with uh, some .eth addresses soon. Oh, my. All right, hold on. There's the affordable project. You're going to go right now and look up every single elected official's .eth address. Go. On your market set, go now. Right? Start up high, move down, whatever you got to get to. There's something out there. <laughs> yeah. And when you run out of that, just go with Ron Johnson or Max Powers or, you know, whatever. Just, I'm really thinking, like, do you think it would be so-and-so for Senate? Like, it's like, it's all the domain needs. So it's like, all right, like, Joe for Senate. I'm going to get those and just hope that people eventually donate to them. (laughs) (laughs) Joe for Senate. Mike for Senate. Sarah for Senate. Oh, man, the next rug pull. (laughs) Big campaign. Donate to me. Out of here. Somebody just gets it wrong on the door and they're like, oh, yeah. All you do is swap the .com for .eth and that's how (laughs) the internet works. And you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Um, that's your affordable projects. Uh, I know some of you are DGEN enough to go do that. the fact that I'm going to start doing a quick look. <laughs> that, that's a high quality. Um, like that. We just thought of that here. <laughs> look at this. We're coming up with, with ideas on the fly business ideas. We've got NFT projects. I do, uh, you know, this is legit. I'm sorry. Then it ETH addresses. Oh, I like it. I like how you're, you're listing this. See, we're going to need a specialty marketplace just for these, as we talked about in our last episode. New marketplace is going to have to pop up. Huh. All right. Well, now you've got an affordable project. You are ready to hear our, our topic, George. I think let's, we should get to it. All righty. I'll, I'll search for some of the names in a bit later. All right. Look, uh, we actually, you know, as a large part of this podcast, we've looked through a lot of news articles. Like we're constantly scanning and pushing out. Uh, what we find, and then being like, all right, what is you know the the weekly narrative as far as we can see it, and in doing so, I, you like half the shit is hate, easily. Like it's just you know you you, you feel it. you feel that the writers, especially on sort of like web two heavy old media, are just they love they salivate at the opportunity to like write about a failing of an NFT or something corrupt happening, and why. Why is that? right? Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 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 interesting because it's like you say old media, but there's a so there's a good article here from NFTE being about how the website Gizmodo uh, particularly hates NFTs, and they even discuss how the Wall Street Journal is putting out positive articles. So, you know, we go with very old traditional media mm. being open to new ideas and looking at this as a potential opportunity for investors for business. I mean, that's generally who Wall Street Journal is appealing to. Um, and then we've got tech media mm. hating on new tech. tech. Web 2 tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Web right. 2 tech. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You're absolutely right. So Web 1 is like, all right, you guys sort of came and screwed everything all up with the ads and everything like that. Yeah, we get it. But now Web 2 is like, oh, we're the new cool kids. And then you're like, no, you're not anymore. And they're like, oh, we don't want well, this money. Right. It's, well, and I was thinking even Web 2, it's not even full Web 2, because we see a lot of Web 2 social media embracing NFTs, or at least being open to experimenting with them, right? So it's it's Web 2 media, right? Mm. Well, it's funny, you have these, like, articles, that, like, I don't want to steal any thunder here, but it's hilarious. Uh, you know, you have 
in Arnett, like the boom and bust of how NFTs went the way of Beanie Babies. Damien Hurst, the currency was a referendum on NFTs versus traditional art. The result, a resounding preference for traditional art. By the way, not true. Not true at all. Not even close to true. No, no. There were more NFTs out of that when, when the choice was NFT or traditional art. More people chose NFT, and for some reason, they spun it as it was a resounding preference for traditional art. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, you know, traditionally, or I shouldn't say traditionally, I think a lot of people want to believe that art is open to, to new, new ideas, new technology, and you know, maybe it's, there's always a, a fear of something new because it displaces what is, what's there already. It's like web two media, you know, they do have, they're getting clicks. They're putting these, you know, I think that's a lot of the time why they put the headlines out the way they do. You know, we have Gizmodo here, the, the other um, article headline, Starbucks explains how it's dumbass NFT program works. I mean, this is the, the program we just talked about um, that we believe is pretty natural for, for Starbucks to get into just using a reward program and now using NFTs. I don't know why this is a dumbass NFT program. They don't go on to explain it, but they do tell you how to feel about it throughout the article. The next one I've got here is NFT feed picks. That's the headline. Is it about... Are you telling me this is bad? <laughs> Positive. Right? Wow. An article about <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's lawsuit with... Uh, um, the uh, film company behind oh uh, okay um, I believe it's, oh, yeah with behind Pulp Fiction but ah uh, okay. you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were getting to Footstock alright um, but you know they're just there's just a heat towards this and I think it is a lot of an uncomfortableness with what is coming next and it doesn't displace what is already here does it make this less valuable does it hurt the business does it make it not as important and you know, I think that's that's a lot of what we're seeing. And yeah, Wall Street Journal being more open to this than than Artnet, Gizmodo, uh, plenty of other sites is, uh, I don't know, that really says something about where we are. Yeah, you know, not not to get weird about it, but it, it has this, uh, you know, this quote by... Let's get by weird. Gandhi. Let's get weird. Yeah, let's get weird. So Gandhi, Gandhi and NFTs, follow me how I get there. First, they ignore you, you know, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. We are seeing the fight big time, I think. This is like, they can no longer ignore, they can make fun and have made fun. And now we're like, we're fighting at this rate, like being like, look at the scam, look at the environmental impact, look at the rug pull, look at the, you know, inanity, look at how dumb this thing is. You're like, uh, actually, they're making they're seeing profits. In some ways, it's just new tech. It's like the same people that were like, oh, Shopify will never work because like, who will do it? Etsy? People are going to buy stuff from individuals? Like, how will that compete? Like, it's just a tech platform that could potentially be used for rewards programs. It's just a tech platform that can potentially be used for creating, displaying art and transferring ownership. It's like, you know, you can get angry at electricity for all the stuff it's doing. I think we're, we're, I think that's an interesting sign. We're at the fight phase. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned Shopify and these other, I mean, Shopify is putting more features in for NFTs. 
they're they're realizing this is just a new technology. It's not, you know, we say web two and web three. You know, these are these are classifications that we've that everybody's gonna created. Shopify doesn't think of I don't think that Shopify thinks of itself as a web two company that's not going to innovate. They look at it as also a technology company. I know that I've just listened to a great podcast with uh um I think it's the COO there and he's talking about how they really want to be the entrepreneurship company. They're not thinking about web two or web three. They want to make these tools available to as many people as possible. And if NFTs are a part of that and part of technology, that's, that's the way they're going to go. They're not going to shut it off just because, well, we were, we came about in this era, so we're going to not advance beyond web two, whatever that may be. Yeah, that's inevitable though. I think it's, uh, I mean, I, I do read it. I want to understand it a bit more because it is maybe holding some people back from it. And it's just a function of, you know, time passing and everything not imploding. Like there are people who literally believe that all of this will implode and go away. And then remember, we now, we've got the, the environmental argument on the side of Ethereum now too. We got the environment, which means we have like no longer like the NFT bad for environment, like Every single writer just like crumpled up a big piece of paper and said, crap, I can't angle that again. And you're like, all right, yeah, you're done on that. But you can go after Bitcoin. Go, go clear it. Go get them, fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't really want, I don't really want Bitcoin to, to go down. I, I just, I'm more of a believer in Ethereum. And I think that it's, it's nice to have that juxtaposition between the two. Yeah. You know, I guess also just in general hate, like this is like totally anecdotal, but like, I mean, though. No, you know, a fantasy football league and I'm being made fun of because they know I'm, I'm the NFT guy and they're like, oh, how are the NFTs doing? I'm like, they're fine. While you guys are playing fantasy football? While we're effing gambling, <laughs> mind you. Hold on. Let's just take a step back. You're making fun of me for NFT. While we are gambling on digital players that we relatively own for a season, that we trade and can prove that we own going back and forth. I'm like, you know, this is just like one step to the left, not even. But shows yeah. that like I'm hanging out on you know whatsapp with degenerate gamblers and still i get made fun of like so like we are not anywhere near penetration i know how many wallets there are i know what like people would say but like i'm just not seeing it right now because i'm still the butt of all the jokes yeah i just stick to discord and try not to uh go outside my little yeah, NFT bubble and... don't, don't leave this garage <laughs> I stay, my, I stay in my groups it is funny though i do think about you know i uh you know, I have different like hats or shirts that are NFT related. And it's something I definitely think about depending on where I'm going. No. If it, and it depends what it is. If, you know, if it's like, well, I actually lost a super rare hat, but that hat, I think it's, it's not, a, people don't know as much as NFTs, but if I, I have an NFT NYC hat, I'm not really wearing that just uh, casually downtown. Just, it feels like one that's going to, uh, going to drive some opinions, maybe not the best conversation in most cases. I don't know. It doesn't, it just, I know we're at a point where a lot of people believe the, uh, the beanie baby type of headlines that this is all silly and it's all gone to zero. And it's just, I can't, I can't fight that all the time, you know? Uh, look, beanie babies went to zero collectibles did not. We're talking about an entire market. For entire and like an entire platform, it's a it's a new medium, and so the the medium of plushed animals went absolutely nowhere. It's still there. Yes, beanie babies went down, but that's like saying that. Oh my gosh, can you believe 
believe what happened to Pudgy Penguins that went down. I'm like, all right. Right. Okay. I mean, there are collectibles. I mean, you know, it's, I think there's actually more people that are, that are open to this than, than we think in reality. Uh, you know, if yeah. you think about, you know, a lot of these are impractical. And so is, you know, any luxury vehicle. So is a, anything above a Timex or whatever level watch. And these are still extremely, extremely popular. You know, people understand that these are collectibles in a, uh, of a sense. And we make up stories as to why they hold that value. It's what we're doing with NFTs too. It's just, not, you know, not everyone's going to be valuable, but valuable, of course. And I, that's no surprise to NFT collectors. Yeah. I mean, going back to like our, our first news article, look, when you're at Starbucks and suddenly people are like flashing in their, their NFT to get their like latte points. Okay. And then their profit increases as a result. And the Wall Street Journal covers them being like, this is how you make money. Like, write whatever article you want. When you get down to it, uh, you see Nike making millions, tens of millions of dollars on their acquisition of a, you know, an NFT company and development agency. Uh, you know, people will have a fine time laughing to the bank, write what you want. Uh, and so the stories are, are out there. They're not being written nearly as much, but... Um, you know, we're, we're wearing our NFT rose color glasses and that's, that's what we see. And that's, you know, kind of filtered for, or at least make fun of the, the haters. Hey, you know, at least we're in the right place here. We're not going to hit on NFTs, but we get that, get that in other forms. So, you know, maybe we should just hang out. I'm curious back to the shirt thing. Would you wear, I feel like I would want to wear an NFT shirt that like is only for people that knew. I wouldn't want to have anything that said NFT on it. But I would right, exactly. A, it's okay to have the symbol. If I were you, like, I don't mind having a squiggle. Like I love the design. I do. You, know, you actually notice I've got it on my headphone case, a sticker of it, and you know that's all right. I do like the design of it, and I think that if somebody asks about it in general, I can I can gauge how how deeply I want to how deep I want to get into NFTs at that point. But if it says NFT, people, I think that gives people a chance to read it and just react to NFT. You know what I would wear. A 3A NFT shirt. I would wear that. Oh, man. It's a good look. You know, we, we, need, a, good we need to do... We need to... Black? We need to put a 3A NFT NFT out. We got to do it. Uh, yeah, we'll do it. Eventually. We got to do it. We, we, we can do you it. want a shirt first? You, we, we'll go, you don't want to go fidgetal? <laughs> I'll get you, a, I'll get you a, a digital shirt you can wear in the sandbox that's for a character you don't own and can't play with that's right no we're, we're gonna actually put it I, that's a good idea with my you know my crypto voxels uh property that i still have i should put a, a, a podcast studio in you know you can swing by and there's there's a great use case um, i'm sure the man once i get the traffic flowing through there that's when the money comes in well, right, it traffic because then you see the ads. Yeah, <laughs> you can sell billboards. I'm gonna sell it for other NFT projects. Yeah, that's the problem. Any money I make is going right back into another digital selling. Um, all right, I think we've covered this. All right, well, let's go get hated on some more, George. Drop hunting, yeah, go look, go look through, drop into Discord. Share some ideas. Um, otherwise, you're going to get more affordable project ideas like the Senate ETH addresses, uh, which is a gem. It's a gem. 
All right. See you. This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.